Good morning and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. Thank you for joining us this morning. So glad to see the sun. Yes, Um, yes, yes, yes. All those things make a difference these days. Uh, We did want to take a moment um, with all the turmoil in our country and government. We wanted to share just a small portion of a larger prayer from Sister Joan Chistiser. I hope I said that right. It's C-H-I-T-T-I-S-T-E-R that we posted on social media after the attack on the Capitol. Um, as many of you know, Cardinal Supich and many other religious leaders have unequivocally condemned the rioting and sedition that took place, as have other religious leaders. We are neighbors who may disagree on policies and priorities, but as Catholics, we must be champions of truth, champions of justice, and champions of peace. So very briefly, um, from Sister Joan Chittister, excuse me, Dear Lord, give us the strength it takes to listen rather than to judge, to trust rather than to fear, to try again and again to make peace, even when peace eludes us. Amen. You know, Bridget, I think I think a lot when it's sort of the events of last week were unfolding, I was thinking a lot about just that line of like what you just said about champions of truth, justice and peace. And what we are so lucky to be able to witness at Catholic Charities every day, um, but then highlight on this show are people who are doing the thing, right? These are our workers who are out in the field being those champions of truth, justice, and peace. And we are, we, Bridget and I, we were talking about this before the show, but we're so lucky, blessed, grateful, all the words to be able to shine a light on those people. Um, And on a program today that is all about all about those things, right? All about peace and justice and truth and setting goals and helping people build that confidence um, and their credentials so that they can obtain the next right step for them, um, specifically in economic independence. So we are so lucky to have some of those champions here on the phone with us today. The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Employment and Training Program, which is a mouthful, but otherwise known (laughs) as SNAP, gives participants the chance to learn skills, receive on-the-job training, gain knowledge um, for navigating the work world. So here to discuss this program are two ladies who we can't wait for you to meet. They work incredibly hard and are such passionate advocates for our SNAP participants. Kendrea Atkins is director of the SNAP Job Placement Program, and Tina Goodwin is an outreach enrollment worker for SNAP. Welcome, Kendrea and Tina. Hi, guys. Are you there? Yes. Can you hear us? Yeah. Great. Just checking our our tech. God knows things go wrong. Um, Kendrea, let's start with you. How long have you worked for Catholic Charities? And tell us about some of the positions you've held at the agency. Yes. um, So about 10 years ago, I started as a client in the SNAP program. Um, I've been with Catholic Charities now for the last five years. Um, I started as a job developer with New Hope Apartments program. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to Family Support Services and the SNAP program where I'm currently working at the Tolton Peace Center in Austin, facilitating the SNAP job placement program. Kendria, would you share with our listeners a little bit about SNAP and sort of what that job training program is like and what it looks like on the ground um, for those who participate? Yes. So SNAP stands for Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, and this program provides nutrition benefits to supplement the food budget of needy families so they can uh, purchase healthy food 
and move towards self-sufficiency. The job training program provides individuals who are ages 18 through 49 who have no other income and are eager to obtain job readiness training as we get them going in SNAP. We also uh, refer clients to other Catholic charity programs and services as needed. And SNAP combines a short-term training and work assignments as well as assist individuals with job placement to permanent employment. And the SNAP is funded by the U.S. Department of Agriculture and is provided through a partnership with the state of Illinois and the Department of Illinois. So just yes. a few just a few things you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, Kendria, I... Um, like a hundred years ago, back in the day, as the kids say, I was a job developer. And man, that is a hard job. I think, you know, but what I always thought was so rewarding out of that was seeing people gain skills and gain confidence to then make the life they choose to make. I, I always thought that was so inspirational, but also you are inspirational in helping folks move along that. I was not very good at that. I'm better at the radio. But um, <laughs> what what kind of training opportunities do you share with your clients? And, and what are the things that they're interested in doing? Um, so here at uh, Catholic Charities, we, we've taken a poll and we found that a lot of vocational trainings um, include uh, they want to be certified nurses assistants, so they want to be CNAs, um, they want forklift certification in warehousing, they want to work in the hospital, um, de- dealing with different hospital programming uh, like first aid. Uh, we found a lot that like to work in uh, food service, so we offer the food manager certification and the sanitation licenses. Um, we found a lot that like retail, and so we've offered um, a retail certification course. And with the retail certification course, it can lead an uh, uh, individual with a position into our WIC food stores here at Catholic Charities. And so tell us, we must have a lot of partners in this work, particularly corporate partners where we're able to connect participants to job opportunities and training. So who are some of those corporate partners? Um, to name a few, we work with Windy City Harvest. We work with OI Incorporated. We've worked with Cake Security, Linear Solutions, uh, Food for Thought, Speedway Gas Station, McDonald's, Crown Services, LG Hospitality. We work with Chicago Jobs um, and Opportunities Network. We, we work hand-in-hand with Transip, with Walgreens. Of course, with our in inside um, our agency, we work with Catholic Charities WIC retail stores and the Catholic Charities Warehouse, uh, as well as the Lunch and More programs. And then we've just started partnering with uh, our, um, an agency called WIS International. Really, Kendria, I think, you know, as you're sort of naming all of these places, I'm just thinking about the tremendous amount of work that goes into making and forming and keeping and engaging with all of these partners. And I, you know, it's a lot of work on your part, but we also know it's a lot of work on the client's part. So when we come back from the break, we're going to have you tell us a little bit more about the training that folks receive. We hear it's called the boot camp. So um, we'll take a short break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we come back, we'll have more with Kendrea Atkins and Tina Goodwin.
Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one -one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Can't take a bus to the Chicago or National March for Life this year? Not to worry, this year's activities will look a little different, but we will still be marching for the sanctity of life. In partnership with March for Life Chicago, we are bringing the pro-life movement on the road. On Sunday, January 17th, the pro-life movement will come to Mundelein with a drive-in, socially distanced rally at Carmel High School, which will include inspiring speakers, Cardinal Blaise Supich for one. For more information and to register, please visit marchforlifechicago.org slash tour. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And I just need to say before we get back to Kendrea that currently Brian in the booth is alone. So not only is he putting us on the radio, however that fancy thing happens, he's also doing the live streaming. So those of you who are listening who would like to subscribe to Chicago, Catholic Chicago, yep, I got the thumbs up because I always say it wrong, on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button um, you can also comment on our show, and you can send our show to your friends later on. We'd love to have you. And you can, I don't know, the, oh, and also on Facebook. Thank you. I couldn't see his face because of the mask. You guys, it's chaos in chaos. here. It's chaos. Brian's rolling all over. Marie <laughs> doesn't know. I. We got to get it together. Um, but that leads us to skills training. <laughs> Because, as is apparent every week, Marie and I have had no formal training in broadcasting a radio program, so that's obvious. Very. And also, I was telling Marie that I've taken about 500 Excel classes in my career, and I still don't know how to use Excel. So, um, 
Kendrea, talk to us about the job readiness training. The, it's, it's soft skills and it's hard skills, right? Correct. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so um, the job training, we, we start out with what's called a career boot camp. This is about a two-week training that prepares individuals for job interviewing, how to dress for success, which we utilize Mary's Closet, which is a program offered through our agency that provides career clothing attire to individuals. Um, we teach them how to apply for, I'm sorry, um, we teach them how to apply for employment opportunities and how to turn the opportunity into a career. And then once the individuals complete the career boot camp, they move on to one of the vocational training programs or onto an on-the-job training program or even permanent employment. And then once the client receives the permanent employment, we offer a year of career support to ensure they're remaining self-sufficient. What does is, what is the support look like? Is that just sort of talking them through their week or any challenges they might be having with a coworker or a supervisor? I didn't realize that. Yes, so we do one-on-one um, -on -one coaching, and then we also do like uh, group settings where they're talking to each other. Sometimes we'll have the clients, they'll know the next day that they'll come in. One will be um, the interviewing uh, manager, and then one will be the interviewee. Mm -hmm. And so we get them comfortable with asking the interview questions as well as learning how to answer them, but getting more comfortable with seeing like a different face. Sometimes if uh, another um program is available, we'll send the client for a mock interview. That way they're interviewing with someone they've never seen before, and so they, they will get comfortable. We've um, had Fifth Third Bank to come in and do interviewings with our clients to get them acclimated and ready. So we do different things to get them. And then if a client just feels that they're not ready within that two weeks, we don't rush them out. We'll just continue to work with them until they get their comfortability of being able to interview. I, I really, this program is incredible. I think, you know, for any of us who've ever looked for a job before, it is scary. Um, I don't care how often you've done it. It is scary. It is hard. And you need a, a ton of support. So we're actually going to continue the conversation about support with Tina Goodwin, who is an outreach enrollment worker for SNAP and works on Kendrea's team. Tina, welcome. We didn't forget about you. <laughs> Can you share with us how long you've been at Catholic Charities and um, kind of maybe what's what are the things that you do when you're working with a SNAP participant? All right. Um, I've been with Catholic Charities for 11 years, and what I do is I actually find out who's, a, who's eligible for SNAP benefits. Um, according to the state's guidelines. And once I find that out, I submit their application, and um, we wait for the state to process it and make sure that they get their uh, benefits um, shortly thereafter. Yeah. I mean, you know, it seems in some ways like a small thing, but to, to navigate some of our programs, both Catholic Charities programs, any other human service agency, and certainly government programs, um, is not easy, and especially when you might be struggling with other things in your life. So that sort of help we provide with paperwork and navigating and trying to yeah. understand the the challenges a person might be facing is not a small a small thing. Um, are there any common elements to what's going on with folks in terms of? I mean, certainly COVID puts a different um, lens on this, but before the pandemic. Um, is it people re-entering the workforce after a life event? Is it folks who've been long-time unemployed? Can you tell us a little bit about the circumstances folks are in? Um, well, currently, of course, the COVID and um, 
actually some days if they're in the restaurant industry, you have a lot of new families on SNAP um, who are relying on SNAP. You um, sometimes you have yeah you have a lot more people who are who have been working and who have had work history are now relying on SNAP. But prior to the uh, COVID, there were a lot of battles. Um, there were a lot of um, what I want to say. Uh, what do I want to say? There's a lot of things in a way <laughs> yes. as far as like na- navigating the system. You know, sure. they couldn't navigate the actual online system or um, you had seniors who couldn't do it or uh, who weren't familiar or not comfortable with using a computer because everything went online. Right. So, yeah, it's, it, it's been a struggle with uh, the confidence of using the, uh, the online system and just things changing, you know, maybe not having enough work. Yeah, it's always been about work and not making enough money. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I I just like to highlight too for those folks listening that that SNAP the SNAP program um, is also what we would generally sort of colloquially refer to food stamps. So this is another example of that partnership um, with the government and with Catholic charities where folks are receiving food stamps and we are helping or these women are helping. Um, I'm saying we to feel included. I have nothing to do with it, but where these women are helping folks find employment, right? So the long-term goal is that people are able to be self-sufficient. So um, just wanted to put that out there in case it was confusing for folks in terms of what, what people were signing up for. Tina, can you tell us a little bit, how long do clients usually stay on the SNAP program? And then do you stay in touch with them after they complete work with you? Um, Normally, when I complete their application, it takes about anywhere from 14 to 30 days, up to 30 days at the most, for them to receive their um, benefits, um, their link card in the mail, and then they're able to use it. We stay connected to them about two weeks after that. Um, to just make sure that they have, you know, doing a follow-up, just to make sure that they have received the benefits that they were um, eligible for. And that's pretty much what we do. Um, that's amazing. We're going to... Sorry, I'm go sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. It depends on the education sometimes. Um, um, if they stay on link long. Okay. Um, we're... We're, um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Tina. We're going to take a short break here on The Voice of Charity, and when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Kendrea and Tina. All right. On Friday, January 22nd at 12 o'clock p.m., the Archdiocesan Mass for Life will be live-streamed from Holy Name Cathedral. Celebrated by Bishop Kevin Birmingham, along with priests from across the Archdiocese of Chicago, it will be held on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade and the eve of the final event of the March for Life Chicago Tour. Please join us. The Mass will be live-streamed on the Archdiocesan YouTube channel. For more information and to register to attend, please visit respectlifechicago slash events. 
Do you have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. And we are here today with Kendrea Atkins, who's the director of the SNAP Job Placement Program, and Tina Goodwin, who's an outreach enrollment worker for SNAP. And Kendrea, you know, we are, excuse me, we are so excited at Catholic Charities um, about you because you are about to receive a golden award on February 6th from the Employment Opportunities Network. Can you tell us a little bit about this award? Sure. The Employment Opportunities Network organization was created by a community organizer um, named Jeffrey Watts. Uh, the organization keeps neighborhood groups in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs um, who are helping people in need stay in touch with one another. And this year, there are 60 Golden Award recipients, and I will receive a plaque for my dedication, hard work, and commitment to the workforce arena. Well, congratulations, Kendrea, and we we rifled through it pretty quickly um, in the introduction, so I want to highlight it. I hope I don't put you on the spot, but um, some of you may have missed that Kendrea started in the program, so she was a participant who was helped um, be uh, connected to benefits and then helped with job training that eventually led her to work at Catholic Charities, and now she runs the program and is receiving an award for her work. So that is a journey, Kendrea, that we are so proud of and that you should be, I mean, we shouldn't be proud, but we are. Um, you. you did all that hard work and um, we just we just love that story. It's not unheard of at Catholic Charities at all. We have a, a fair number of employees who used to be um, participants in our programs and we, we try to do that where we can. But Kendrea, that's just... So fantastic. We know we've had you speak at a couple events and, and share that story. Um, but we're just so, so very proud and feel very fortunate to have you work at the agency. Thank you. Um, Marie had a coughing fit, so I'm going to keep going. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, Kendrea and Tina. Tina, let's start with you. You've both been at the agency for a while, and you've been in, in these particular roles for a bit. What What's most rewarding for you, or what's a story you remember? We always like to ask this question of our mm -hmm. guests. Who's a client you're particularly proud of? Well, I do have a client. Um, name is Teresa. 
she actually became a client because she became ill. She had she became um, she had cancer, so she was unable to work, and so therefore she wasn't able to receive the pay you know the paycheck that she was normally getting. But um, she qualified for food stamps, so she was able to feed herself, take care of herself, and um, she actually did well. You know, she she came back and she was just really excited that she was able to um, not worry about having to know how she was going to feed herself. So, yeah. And she also, um, and, and, and she went into remission. So that was a good thing. That is a great thing. We are, yeah. we are grateful for that. And I think, you know, that highlights too, just walking with people as we, mm-hmm. on the journey, right? So Tina, you yeah. were with her during that really difficult time. And even yeah. if it was just for a short period of time, it can be life-changing. Um, so I, I really, really love that story. And Kendria, how about you in the last minute here? Um, what do you like most about this job? Um, I love helping others. Um, my life goal is if I could help one person along the way, then my living is not in vain. Mm-hmm. So I just want to show clients <laughs> that there's a better way. Um, I tell clients, you know, I don't help you, but I hope you, which is um, helping other people endure. Mm-hmm. So I hope people along, and that's what I love about the job, um, seeing that they all um, make it from out of um, not working to becoming employed to even finding a career. And so that's what I love to do. And that's just me. As Bridget said at the beginning of the show, champions of truth, justice, and peace. That is for sure you two women. And we are really grateful to have you. Um, and and this has been an inspiration to all of us. You continue to be inspiring. And thank you for being with us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Please join us next, next week, excuse me, on The Voice of Charity when we discuss the many ways that Bank of America supports the mission of Catholic Charities and helps our neighbors in need. For now... We wish you a very happy, healthy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.